Welcome to Today on Broadway for Friday, April 14th, 2023. I'm Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Hockey. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Hey, happy summer, everybody. Happy summer. The sun is oh, out. My pits are my, sweaty. Yeah. And you all are seeing shows, I hope. Dripping. Yeah. I mean, there's air conditioning inside theaters, so you'd be a fool not to, if if for no other reason. You would be an absolute fool not to. A fool. A fool, you say. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of fools, it, you are foolish if you still have not seen Fat Ham. And um, I speaking am of going to- inside to see yeah. shows and being in air conditioning. Best show you to do. You simply must. Uh, and so we're going to read uh, a couple of those uh, little review quips, uh, breakdowns from the fact that they opened yesterday. James Imes, Pulitzer Prize winner Fat Ham, has officially opened on Broadway at the American Airlines Theater on 42nd Street, directly across the street from the Dippin' Dots. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, that I have to plug, subtle plug, unpaid influencer for Tip and Nuts. Sure. But uh, so far, we're, we're also pulling from a lot of Did They Like It, uh, the uh, review aggregator for many, many, many shows uh, on Broadway and off. So we're starting with the New York Times, which they gave uh, a thumbs up from Jesse Green. This was also a critic's pick um, from the from the first go around. Am I reading that correctly? This was not, they yeah. couldn't do it. You do a critics pick again, right? I mean, I think they can. I, but I don't know. (laughs) Who can say if I've been changed for the better? Anyways, uh, that fat ham achieves its happy, even joyful ending, honestly, without denying the weight of forces that make Hamlet feel just as honest is a sign of how capacious and original the writing is. Growing the skin of its own necessity instead of merely burrowing into Shakespeare's. It's also a sign of how beautifully the cast brings the writing to life. Um, Marcel's performance alone, this is now me speaking, um, is whatever just you're going to so... say. Correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like Ashley and I saw this yeah. show at the public and we haven't been able to shut up about yeah, it. Yeah, We're um, obsessed. We're obsessed so with Marcel. I don't know if you were like me, but I immediately ran to my phone at like 10 PM and was like, just searching and scanning the internet to see what everyone was saying. And I did was all what I felt. Yeah, I didn't actually, because I simply could not care, because I've seen the show with my own eyes, not on Broadway yet, I'm seeing it next Wednesday, I think, or the Wednesday after that, Um, very excited, but I mean, you and I saw it, it was obviously incredible, so it, it is absolutely one of those shows where it's like, some. I don't usually read reviews in general, I've read the most recent reviews I read, and I think... um. Th- one of the very few shows I've read reviews for this season has been shucked just because I was curious to yeah. see what everyone was thinking. But otherwise, I'm not typically a review reader. Um, and this one, I definitely wasn't because I'm just like, what are you going to say that I haven't already felt? Right. Uh, but, but there is, I mean, uh, you know, in looking at did they like it? And I know you're going to read a few more in a second. Yeah. It, there was a weird range. I mean, most of them were positive. There was one negative and yeah. there were a couple that was in the were in the middle. So very interested by that. Yeah, for sure. I, I fully agree. We've got Naveen Kumar for Variety saying, but this is also a classic cookout where blood spill is generally limited to the slaughtered hog on the grill, not to mention that fat ham is a total gas, the funniest and most in- invigorating new show on Broadway. What a pull quote, right? The yeah, right. team is probably Nailed thrilled it. for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, where the uh, acclaimed public theater production co-produced with National Black Theater has opened after an off-Broadway run last year, winner of the 2022 Pulitzer Prize, Fat Ham recast its source material to imagine what Shakespeare did not 
how people might overcome circumstances, expectations, and their own demons to forge new paths through life. Um, I really appreciate that kind of like consolidation of of the themes there, uh, because I think, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people are saying like, oh, I immediately knew it was going to be like Hamlet because of the title. And I did not. I, I guess I just didn't know. So when I when we went into the show pretty blind off Broadway, I was really stunned by the Shakespearean, <laughs> the, the Hamlet That's of it all. That's fair, though. Um, and then I was really pleasantly surprised by it as a fan of that play, which all of us are, right? So uh, most of Absolutely. us, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's pretty great. And then we also this was this was one of the um, huh, like kind of middle of the road ones from Theater Mania. Um, in Fat Ham, James Imes takes a Shakespearean tragedy and turns them into a modern day comedy that explores the identity of a young man who's trying to escape the toxic masculinity and viol- and violence that has plagued his family for generations. There's a lot to admire in this 95 minute one act. Even if by end by the end we feel like we've tasted more honey glaze than meat, there were a couple of people that I felt in their reviews um, mentioned like that was lacking in meat. Yeah, uh, and I don't understand that. Uh, a big one for uh, me, and I think the the only negative review because you did mention that theater menu was middle of the road, and I think there were a couple more too. The Vulture was, one. Was Vulture with Jackson McHenry, who I almost <sighs> always agree with and I think is really insightful in all of his reviews, including this one. But I mean, I yeah. there's, you're right, there were a few um, just looking at, did they like it, where they mentioned that it was lacking meat and that it I think Jackson was the one that said that it felt like a second to last draft and I just unless something has majorly I, changed I from some. what we saw I, I don't feel that that's the case next to last drafts recently of course. even yeah and, same and it's, Many. it's just kind of fascinating I'm like that's the one that we feel is a little there's some there's some meat left because I, I, I don't Curious. I don't know but but you know yeah. what that's why we all have different opinions Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it, nice to see a range um, here, but overall really positive reviews. Um, yes, they should and you be. can check the rest out as well. So we've got more news. We told you that we would uh, continue to talk about the Actors' Equity Association in regards to the Broadway League coming or not coming to an agreement yeah. uh, regarding the proposed strike. Uh, this is regarding touring shows, um, tour- unified touring contracts. So here we do, here we have something, um, Actors Equity Association at 9 a.m. on April 13th successfully reached a tentative agreement with the Broadway League officially for Woo-hoo! a new and unified touring contract following almost 24 consecutive hours of negotiations. I have no doubt that is not a conservative number. Um, their new agreement, if approved by Equity's membership, would remain in place for three years, just like the previous one. The theatrical union was authorizing a strike uh, that would have halted all union touring performances. I had a lot of friends talking about this last yeah. week. Really nervous. Um, but the new agreement is approved by, if approved by Equity's membership. Um, would absolutely take hold. And this is really nice to see that there is now not going to be a strike foreseeably. Yep. It's been called off. Um, so yeah, I'm glad we, we got an update to see before that. the week was out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. And good to not have to worry about a strike. Winds abound. Exactly. So Tony nominee, Patrick Page, you've heard of him. You love his deep voice. Well, many, many of the friends have gone to see the Shakespeare Theater Company's production of King Lear that he's currently starring in. And now you can too worldwide Thank because God. they will now stream it 
through the weekend worldwide. You can watch this from anywhere. Um, they've now extended thrice. They can't keep going. Um, it was originally through March 26th, but the live performances will continue on uh, through Sunday and then halt right after that. So if you've been wanting to see it, they are going to stream performances, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's very exciting. They're 40 bucks per ticket, um, and you can buy a link, and you have until 11.59 Eastern time on Sunday night to watch. Um, I love this, obviously. We love accessibility in theater. We love streaming theater, and this is a really big thing for Shakespeare Theater Company in D.C. to be doing, um, especially with as incredible of reviews this has gotten. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that this is the best Lear that they've ever seen. Um, and I oh obviously, yeah. And I, you know, there was obviously a moment being a Patrick Page fan, so to speak, um, that I was really, really hoping that I could make it down to DC and see it before it closed. And for a variety of reasons that didn't end up happening, but now 40 bucks at home king lear streaming i am i'm very excited to buy my ticket later tonight when i sit down at my computer again oh, stunning so yeah if you want to be like ashley go get a ticket there yeah you you obviously want to be like ashley in touring news six is second six is second <laughs> north american national tour and um, has some new cast members that are not new to the production but new to this tour courtney mackwell uh who was an alternate in the broadway original cast and natalie paris who originated the role of jane seymour in the western production are joining the tour which is really exciting um, that's so, incredibly so yeah yeah if you have an opportunity and you're in one of those cities um that's on the rest of the aragon tour i believe you you definitely need to check them out because i know that any six yeah. fan is probably also a huge fan of both of these women of course yeah absolutely right? and that's and how the six gonna, stardom happens yeah absolutely and what i was gonna say is that i i think it's one of the best things if you're a fan of a show um, and maybe you're not in New York and maybe you're not in London and get, didn't get to see the original productions of it to be somewhere in the country where the tour stop comes through and one of those original cast members in are in the show that you get to see. I think that's the, the best thing ever when it comes to touring as someone, you know, living in some outskirts of the country. You said it. You said it best. Over if you're if you're continuing to be in the outskirts of the country, that doesn't even make sense because Chicago is absolutely it's but the Chicago Steppenwolf Theater Company has announced its 2023-2024 season initially for this lineup. It is a jam-packed season, including yeah. three world premieres, three regional premieres, including a new play by MacArthur Fellow. Uh, Samuel D. Hunter. That play is to be determined, but will be directed by Joe Mantello and star Laurie Metcalf. You know, they don't want to reveal the plot. We uh, names. They don't want to confuse this for uh, Grey House on Broadway. I was just about to say, yeah, they're uh, continuing their collaboration quickly. We've also got Purpose by Brandon Jacobs Jenkins, Love. A Home What Howls, or The House What Was Ravine by uh, Matthew Paul Olmos. And then yeah, like it's it's gonna be kind of kukuluku. You've also got um, John Michael Hill and Glenn Davis and Alana Arenas in Purpose. Um, some Chicago premieres as well within the season are Martina Mayock's Sanctuary City, which a lot of us mm, saw last year at New York yeah. Theater Workshop. Selena Fillinger's POTUS, or Behind Every Great Dumbass, uh -huh. keep them alive. And Larissa Fast Horses the Thanksgiving play coming so, up. 
Huge for New Saturday. York scene in Chicago. Yeah, great season. I mean, Steppenwolf was always putting on exceptional work, obviously. That goes without saying, but what an excellent season. The season will also be dedicated to Frank Gladdy, who recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Steppenwolf fellow. Um, I mean, a part of their, you know, their company. And um, I think this is a beautiful tribute to his legacy. Yeah, definitely. Coming up soon, this is Cuckoo. So obviously, we just had August Wilson's piano lesson on Broadway, like just we yesterday, did. Samuel L. Jackson. I, I know you've um, heard of it. I know, I've i heard of it. The, yeah. uh, there was a Steinway piano the titular opening. piano, got yeah. There. Oh, God, Who's, to say? Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? But I think she's gorgeous. Anyways, uh, an all-star cast has now been announced because we knew that the Netflix adaptation was coming soon. We knew that they had the three um, August Wilson shows in canon. We got Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We're now getting August Wilson's The Piano Lesson. There's also Fences. But it will star Samuel L. Jackson, who so recently <laughs> was on and Broadway and John David Washington. They will star reprising their same roles from the Broadway Revival. Bible. I think that's really exciting. Again, uh, this is being produced by Denzel Washington. Um, Academy Award nominee Todd Black is also attached. Executive producers are Constanza, uh, Constanza Romero, Jennifer Roth, and Keisha Washington. This is, again, a really exciting legacy to build out. I hope that it can extend to even more playwrights of color. Uh, but the August Wilson canon yeah, on Netflix absolutely. is absolutely so cool. <laughs> I just love, I mean, uh, like you just said, having these incredible works actually get the spotlight on screen for anybody in the world to see is very exciting. And also just, as always, uh, role preservation. I mean, they were both incredible on Broadway. I loved the play and this production of it in general. Um, so I'm as always, glad that pe- more people get to see their performances. Yeah. And then finally, we've got some uh, feel-good recommendations for you because Vulture just released some Wicked movie set photos that have been pulled for some tweets. This is crazy. I didn't think She's that we would get this many. vibrant. Questions. I know. Looking vibrant. Rather early. I'm 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 thrilled about it. So there's a lot going on in these photos. Don't really know what to deduce, but we also kind of got a little Ariana Grande sneak peek as Glinda earlier in the week. There was a photo tweeted out of her back, um, which I'm like, good enough for me. Great, <laughs> love it. Uh, we've also got Time just released their 100 most influential people, which is not limited to some really great Broadway names. You got Susan Laurie Parks, you've got Leah Michelle, right. you've got Judy Bloom, who I'm obsessed with. Uh, like the list is pretty, pretty spectacular. Um, Michael B. Jordan as well. Kihui Kwan. Oh, yes, uh, please. Yeah. So lots, lots going on there. And then finally, we have you can watch a little trio version of the Phantom of the Opera. Think of me that they've just released. I know it's so sad for all of you Phantom fans that this is a week <laughs> that you are probably dreading because the show is ending. But this yeah. is a gorgeous music video as well. And then as we're recording tonight, Camelot opens. So Camelot. Camelot. Uh, we've got highlights from the Broadway revival from playbill.com here as well. Photos, videos look stunning. Still can't wait to yeah, see it. Have to see the times. press preview that was like three songs yeah. <laughs> and Jordan Donica, who is absolutely slaying. And um, can't wait to see the show though. So yeah, we'll me too. I think that's a next week for me as well, maybe. 
Yeah, sometime next week. Uh, honestly, I'm really looking forward to it. I like Camelot enough. I have made my opinions on Aaron Sarkin very clear on this podcast and everywhere else. Um, but I am looking forward to it. I, it, it looks really well done from everything that I've seen so far. And of course, that kind of excludes any dialogue, but we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. We shall see. And on that note, thank you all so much for listening to Today on Broadway. Thanks for finishing this week out with us. Follow us uh, on Facebook, yes. Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. And don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can find me on all social media platforms at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at No This Is Ashley. Thank you all so much. Have a great weekend. We'll see you soon. Bye.